Oh, hello, everyone. Welcome to a podcast in the car. I'm Pete, the host of Helpful Snowman Radio Program. Um, I've been thinking a lot lately about... So the show is called Helpful Snowman Radio. And it's, you know, obviously not radio. I don't think we're broadcast anywhere that radio is broadcast, although that definitely needs to go in the eccentric millionaire idea book, which is uh, buy a radio station and just broadcast podcasts for podcasts. I wonder, I wonder what like the legality of that is. Like I know, okay, licensing, you'd have to license like uh, music and stuff, but do you have to license podcasts if you played them in a bar or something? Because I mean, they're just like free for everyone to have. So it's not like anyone's getting charged, right? What a fascinating legal question that I'm sure is exactly what everybody tunes into this for. Oh, let's talk about copyright. That'll, that'll really bring in the listeners. Anyway, I, I just it's like a stupid name, but also, what, what else are you supposed to call it? I mean, kind of the whole helpful snowman thing just started because I was like... I need to find a URL that's available and also like a, a username that's basically available everywhere, which at the time was like Facebook and Twitter or something like that. So I was like, all right, I need what's something that's available. And then it kind of uh, combined with the uh, I just I was like dovetail. Does that mean go the other way or go together? And I think I think I just figured out dovetail means like a dovetail joint in woodworking where you've got the, the pieces that fit together and create a joint. So it must be that they go together. Let's hope I'm using this t- correctly. Uh, that dovetailed with, what could I draw? Because I was like, well, I'm not exactly a uh, visual artist, to put it lightly. Poonmaster Flex is, uh, she says she likes my drawing and stuff. And I take this as one of the prime examples of being in a relationship and somebody likes the thing about you that you're like, I mean, I, I, all I can help but think is that your judgment is horribly clouded because you just care for me so much. So, I mean, it's a, a plus minus. I don't really have an honest opinion on my art skills um, and their appeal, but I do have a reassurance that I am loved. So, you know, I guess <laughs> is it, that's spoken like a true artist. I guess that reassurance that I'm loved is good enough and will have to do instead of uh, knowing that I'm actually good at arts. <laughs> I mean, that's, how fucked up is that? <laughs> anyway, um... So I was like, well, I could draw a snowman. Anyone can draw a snowman. That's fucking three balls on top of each other, a triangle, a couple little circles for eyes, stick arms. It's kind of like having, if you came up with the idea of, you know, stickman.com and everything was just sort of stickman related or something. So there you go. I'm sure I've told that origin before, but maybe it's been a while since I could hold my head up high. So anyway, uh, and the radio part was like, so the helpful snowman part came first, radio part came later. So I, I guess the radio part was needed to 
to differentiate the different offerings. Um, maybe like the way that uh, uh, Walmart will use the word super to be like, this is a super Walmart. Which I'm like, that's giving yourself an awful lot of credit for having like, I don't know, fucking couple aisles of groceries here. Super Walmart? I mean... So Superman, so I am a Superman because my home has groceries in it. <laughs> the standards for super seem awfully low in this scenario. I'm not not really buying it. And uh, I didn't want to call it a podcast because I, I guess I think I could be wrong about this, but I, I'm pretty sure podcast has like roots in Apple. Like, Apple was kind of the first thing, because, you know, it's an iPod. And so I think that's where Pod came from, but I'm not I'm not 100% sure on this. But I'm pretty sure that podcast, while maybe not a branded term, is like a... I just thought it seemed like a stupid term. Because it's not... Also, it seemed a little bit to me like um, a term that would go out of style, or would go out of fashion at some point, like... Are we going to be calling this uh, sort of thing a podcast forever? I mean, now it seems like I've made the complete wrong decision on that. And yes, we probably will. And uh, not the first, nor the last, nor the worst wrong decision that I've made. But there you have it. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I still think it's kind of a stupid word. And I guess the other thing is maybe I still feel good about in the sense of like, well, oh, what do you do? I do a podcast. Oh, what do you do? Oh, I do a radio show on the internet. <laughs> I don't know why that feels better to me because really it just seems like uh, deceptive. Like I, I'm trying to trick people into being like, oh, yeah, I'm a legitimate entertainer who people are like, you know, this is like a real thing. And then I'm like, on the internet. Oh, okay. That's like saying I'm a columnist uh, in my blog. And it's like, okay. Blog is, I feel the same way about blog, though. I feel like blog is this, you know, okay, it's a web log. But I don't really think of what I do as a blog. Because, uh, and I haven't done as much lately, but I don't really write personal stuff so much as I write things for entertainment of others and that doesn't really seem like a blog to me a blog to me seems like oh here's what's happening with me and like here's what i think about stuff and uh it's really just intended to be a diary online for the uh enjoyment and perusal of others i came across a former co-worker's blog somehow um and it's very it's very uh jesus based and stuff and it was fine it was fine. It was just, like, really long and uh, very Jesus-based. So I didn't really have a, a lot, a ton of interest in it. Um, and also, I guess I couldn't really, I can't really evaluate its uh, quality. Because I feel like that's a realm in which I'm, like, I'm out of my depth there. I don't really know. I don't really know, like, what the people who read... Um, Book, blogs about Jesus are looking for. It seemed to be kind of like what I understand a sermon is like. I mean, can you tell I didn't grow up very religious? I'm like, 
it's my understanding that this is vaguely what a sermon is like. Um, but, you know, it starts generally with like a little story of here's a thing that happened today. And then that got me thinking about the Gospel of John or something. It, she's not saying this with question marks. I am because I'm making stuff up. Um, but, you know, it reminded me of this or that Bible thing. And uh, then kind of goes into the, here's the lesson learned from that Bible thing, and then we move on. Um, that, to me, seems more like a blog. Because it's like, a, here are, here's one person's journey and their thoughts on this one topic. That's another thing, I guess, is I feel like uh, what I write on the site doesn't really have like a, a thrust, a topic. Which has hurt us tremendously. Um, but I just don't want to do that. I don't want to be like, oh, what is and isn't on brand for me. I don't know. It just, that isn't appealing to me. That's not interesting to me. And I feel like I have a job where I can uh, kind of do things that are on brand and think about what is and isn't on brand and stuff. And uh, I want to use my personal life and personal time to just basically, if I wake up tomorrow and I'm like, hey, I want to do this, that's what I'm going to do. And then I'll see if I like it, and maybe I'll do it one time and abandon it forever. Um, but I, I kind of like the idea of leaving a trail of abandoned different projects rather than, you know, a trail of the same sort of material over and over. Like, uh, oh, I did this podcast, and I did five episodes, and now I'm going to start this, so I'm going to repurpose it and use it for five episodes of this, and then... I'll repurpose it again, and now it's five episodes of this, but it's the same shit over and over again. I just don't think that's going to get me anywhere. And it's not interesting to me. Like, figuring out how to post things and how to make things uh, marketed and stuff is not... That's what I do for work, so I don't want to do it for life. Which is, you know, that's that's the horrible thing of my life, I guess. Which is not that horrible. But the horrible thing of my life is... Um, I'm like, I've done all I can do to tolerate this thing I do for work, and so I don't want to do it at home, rather than being like, oh, I have a fulfilling job. And so then, yeah, I would happily do this at home. It's that stupid thing, you know, where people say, oh, yeah, you should do... What would you do if you won the lottery and uh, you didn't have to work? Well, how would you spend your time? And I'm like, I would be doing, like, a different project every week. Like, I would be just moving from one thing to the next. You know, like, uh, let's see. Let's look back at the last year or so at some different things I've done. Um, I made a couple videos. Uh, video game-related videos. I learned bookbinding. <laughs> um, I bought a coffee bean roaster and have started trying to roast my own beans, which is not going well. But uh, I'm working on it. Um, I wrote a stupid book. Uh, I've continued work on a not-stupid book. Um, a serious book. A real book. Um, I started a chapbook of stupid poems. Um, I made a cassette tape for Halloween that you put in a boombox in the window to scare the kids who come trick-or-treating. Um, I made a battle jacket for another podcast that I enjoy 
in anticipation of going to their live event. Um, I bought some clay and a head, like the head of a mannequin, because I want to make my own Halloween mask. <laughs> but I haven't really started it yet. But, you know, I'm ready. Um, I just, you know, it's funny because I was like, I really want to make my own Halloween mask. And then I was, I was like, oh, you could just do this. Um, by the way, so there's a company called Distortions Unlimited that operates out of my hometown, Greeley, Colorado. And they have really cool videos online that show you how to make masks. It's really awesome. And I highly recommend watching them if you have any interest in either... Well, not either, because that's two things. But if you have any interest in, like, how movie effects are made or how masks are made or doing it yourself or just kind of if you're curious um, or if you just like watching artsy shit on YouTube, they're awesome. Um, so anyway, it's like I watched all these and I was like, I want to do that. I, I think I get really fascinated by the idea of, oh, I guess I'm just a guy and I could just do that. Like I could just decide I want to make a Halloween mask and then you find out, you're like, it's actually not horribly difficult. You could do it, in fact. So maybe, why not? And maybe that's the whole thing, is like, if I won the lottery and could do whatever I wanted, my life would be governed by, yeah, why not? You know what I mean? I'd like to host my own, like, running club, um, but that only does stupid running events. I saw someone stole my idea for, I did a .005K, one time for a charity event, let's call it. Um, and I saw someone did like a .05K. I was like, oh, you, you biters. Um, I'd I had this idea to do a running event called Born to Run, where everybody runs the exact um, playtime of Bruce Springsteen's album Born to Run while listening to it. Um, Beer Mile, of course. I had a, a coworker tell me that when she was in college, they did um, a burrito mile. I'd never heard of this before. But the way this works is you get like a Chipotle burrito. And I believe it's you eat one burrito in the course of a mile. So you eat like a quarter after running a quarter and then a quarter and then a quarter and a quarter. Or maybe it's like thirds. I don't know. But the point being, you eat an entire burrito and run a mile as fast as you can. That I would probably skip. I just, I don't think, I don't think I'm cut out for that anymore. Or, you know, maybe I'd do it at a very leisurely pace. Um, so these are the kinds of things I would do. I would just, uh, stupid, stupid shit. I would be the most fun lottery winner ever, by the way. So if, if, if the Powerball changes and you can campaign for people to win, um, vote Peter Dirk on that one. But um, that's the issue is when someone asks you, like, what would you do with your time? And you're basically like, oh, my God, I would I would do the million. I would live the million lives that I've always wanted to live. Like Poonmaster Flex has said, uh, it kind of sucks because, you know, being an adult, usually you can't have like five careers. 
Um, Cause you know, she's like, I would love to try like being an IT professional sometime. She likes her job, but she wants to try other things. You know, she's like, I would like to try graphic design. I would love to try um, interior design, stuff like that. You know, just to try it out, see what it's like, see if she likes it or not, so on and so forth. And just because it's interesting to her. Um, Chuck Palahniuk in our work workshop put it in a much more um, glass half empty way, which is like at some point you have to surrender your life to something. And basically what that is, is like pick a lane because if you want to be a writer, which is kind of the context he was talking about, you're not, probably not going to be a writer and a firefighter and an astronaut. You're probably not going to be a writer and a race car driver and, I don't know, a firefighter again. Um, you have to sort of pick your thing that you're like, what's the thing I'm going to sacrifice life to? David Sedaris also uh, put a similar one, which I think people have heard, but it's like, think about your life as a stove with four burners and you've got like what you want to do, your career, your family, and your friends are the, the four burners. And basically, you can have three of them going at any one time, but really you want to have two going at the most at any one time, because that's the most you're really going to be able to handle. Um, you're not going to have amazing friend relationships and an amazing career and amazing family relationships and uh, really be doing the things you want to do as well. Like, that's just too much shit to try and do all at once. So anyway, I guess that's the thing is winning the Powerball. You can be like, well, I'm taking that career one off. That, that burner, I am ripping off the stove and throwing in the garbage. Um, but then I feel like you're probably your family and friend burners become a lot more complicated, right? I mean, this is a downside. Okay, I can't imagine, like if I go out to a bar after winning the Powerball. So everyone knows I won $300 million. How am I ever not paying for everyone's beers? You know what I mean? Like, but I think this would cause a, an unexpected rift because I think um, sort of paying for each other's beers is like a, you know, it makes you feel good. You're like, I get this round, you get next round right? I'm not saying I would resent paying for everyone's beers. I'm saying I think it would cause like a weird resentment from other people. Like I think other people would be like, what the fuck, man? I don't know. Maybe not, but maybe. Seems entirely possible, right? Um, or, you know, we're going on vacation together and it's like, well, I won $300 million. So like, five of us are getting an Airbnb together and I'm kind of like, hmm, you know, why don't, why don't we get this one? And everyone else is like, ah, uh, that's a little, little swanky for my liking. And I'm like, oh, right, right. So I don't know. I don't know how you reconcile that. There'd have to be a way, but I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just putting this out here. This is an original thought. So Excuse me if it's unformed. But maybe there are, like, things that make us happy, cause a state of happiness, 
And maybe money can't buy them. I'm sure there's a more concise way to put that, but you know what I'm getting at, right? Maybe, like, money isn't the... There isn't an amount of money that will make you happy. So you can't exchange money for happiness. Maybe. I, I would sure as hell be fine giving it a try. <laughs> like, let's not make any mistakes here. If someone's like, oh, he said money doesn't buy happiness, so he obviously doesn't want any money. False. Okay? I would probably, I would like to test this theory. I will say it's a maybe, and then test the theory. And by the way, I guess if you're miserable with $300 million, couldn't you just like donate almost the entire thing and then be like, look, I'm not rich. I gave all the money to such and such. Um, here we are. 